Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 297, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. Communities with shared interests, values, thoughts, and attitudes encourage us to live better, to strive for more, and focus on the results we're looking for creating a sense of belonging, acceptance, understanding, and inspiration. This is exactly what you get from joining my free Discord community, Motivated Minds. On top of this, this group enables me to interact with each of you real-time for more in-depth conversations. Click the link in the show notes to join today. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Do you want to improve the connection and cultivate a stronger bond with your partner? Relationships can be filled with challenges, but if we take it upon ourselves to nurture them in healthy ways, we are more likely to experience joy and satisfaction from them. Taking steps towards strengthening our relationship doesn't have to require drastic changes or intensity. Small shifts can help bring balance into the dynamic of our relationship. So, what are some steps that we can take to enhance our relationship? What balance shifts can we implement today to increase the health of our relationship? Number one, talk about the little things that bother you. Small issues may seem insignificant on their own. However, they add up over time. When we don't address the little things that bother us, they start to build up and turn into bigger issues. They compound. And this compounding 
means we start to feel resentful towards our partner. And this resentment leads to arguments, distance in the relationship, and even the breakdown of the relationship altogether. On the other hand, when we talk about the little things that bother us, it helps us build stronger relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. When we communicate openly and honestly about our concerns, we demonstrate that we value and respect our partner's opinions and feelings. And this leads to a deeper sense of trust and intimacy in the relationship, which further enhances our connection. And another powerful byproduct of this communication is that it helps us learn more about ourselves and our partner. Because by expressing our thoughts and feelings, we gain a better understanding of our own needs and desires, as well as those of our partner. And this can lead to a more fulfilling and satisfying relationship because we are better able to meet each other's needs and work towards common goals rather than pulling in assumed directions. Something that each of us should always remember. And this goes for things beyond our relationship. When negative feelings are suppressed, positive feelings are also suppressed. It's better to talk about small problems before they turn into big problems. Number two, your partner will not make you happy. Many people believe that finding the right partner will lead to happiness and satisfaction in life. Many of us were raised to believe that our partner will make us happy. However, research has shown that this is not entirely true. Studies have consistently found that our level of happiness and life satisfaction is largely determined by our own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, rather than external factors such as our partner. This means that relying on our partner to make us happy is not only unrealistic, but can also put unnecessary pressure on our relationship. Beyond this pressure sits another dangerous reality. Having the belief that our partner is responsible for our happiness leads to a grass-is-always-greener mentality. Because if we believe that our partner is not fulfilling our needs, we could start to look outside the relationship for satisfaction. And this leads to a breakdown of the relationship. Now, on the other hand, recognizing that our happiness is our own responsibility can actually enhance our relationships. Because when we take ownership of our own emotions and work to create happiness within ourselves, we become less reliant on our partner for fulfillment. And this leads to a more balanced and healthy relationship, one where both partners are able to support and care for each other without the pressure of fulfilling each other's every need. This is where self-knowledge plays a critical role because it's the self-knowledge that helps us recognize that our partner cannot and should not be expected to fulfill all of our needs and desires. This understanding is crucial because it helps us to approach our relationship with a more realistic and mature perspective. 
which ultimately leads to greater fulfillment and harmony in our relationship. Remember, your happiness is your responsibility. Your partner should amplify your happiness, not create it. Number three, ask for what you want. Our partner is not a damn mind reader. Many of us struggle to communicate our needs and desires to our partner. And this also goes for relationships outside of our intimate relationship. This struggle leads to misunderstandings, conflicts, and ultimately a breakdown of the relationship. Now, interestingly enough, philosophy can really help us understand the importance of communicating what we want, specifically two key and fundamental principles. One fundamental principle is the concept of rationality. This involves recognizing and pursuing our goals and values in a systematic and logical manner. Now, in the context of relationships, rationality is important because it helps us to clarify our desires and needs, and most importantly, to communicate them effectively to our partner. Two is the concept of autonomy. This is the ability to make independent choices and decisions and to act in accordance with our own values and goals. Now, in the context of relationships, autonomy is important because it allows us to express our needs and desires and to negotiate with our partner in order to reach mutually satisfying agreements. In other words, common ground. Now, Beyond the philosophy aspect of this sits another core reason to communicate our wants, strengthening trust. Because when we ask for what we want, we are leaning into vulnerability and trust. When we express our needs and desires, we are giving our partner the opportunity to show that they care about our happiness and that they are willing to work towards meeting our needs. And this can significantly strengthen the trust in our relationship and create a deeper emotional connection between us and our partner. When we understand these pillars, it can drastically help us avoid the common pitfalls of relationship. Things like resentment and dissatisfaction, because those two things inevitably arise when our needs and desires are not met. Asking for what we want makes our lives easier in relationships, because we no longer have to guess. This means that we develop a relationship that is based on mutual respect, communication, and support. It means our relationship is tailored to meet our unique needs and desires. Number four, listen actively. Tests of listening comprehension show that the average person listens at only 25% efficiency. The poor listener grows impatient, while the effective listener uses the extra processing time to process the words being spoken, distinguish key points, and mentally summarize them. Active listening is a technique that involves fully focusing on what the other person is saying, processing the information, 
and providing feedback to demonstrate that we understand. Now, there are a few key reasons as to why actively listening can enhance our relationship. For one, it promotes understanding. Active listening helps us understand the other person's perspective and feelings, which helps us relate to them better and build empathy. And this leads to more meaningful and authentic connection. Secondly, it reduces conflict because it helps reduce misunderstandings. And this is due to both parties' feelings being heard and understood. And when we feel understood, we are more likely to be open to finding solutions that work for both parties. Thirdly, it builds trust because we are showing the other person that we care about their feelings and we are willing to take the time to listen to them. And trust is essential for building strong and lasting relationships. Number five, learn each other's triggers. First, it's important to understand what we mean when we talk about triggers. These are events, situations, or actions that can cause an intense emotional reaction in a person, often due to past experiences or trauma. When we learn the triggers of our partner, we are promoting healing because in many cases, individuals with past traumas or emotional wounds, triggers can be intense and painful. When we learn the triggers of our partners, we are promoting healing because we are creating a supportive environment for emotional growth. We are connecting and understanding our partner on a deeper emotional level. And this builds empathy and connection. When we take the time to understand and support our partner's emotional needs, we build a foundation of trust and intimacy in the relationship. It shows that we care about our partner's emotional well-being. And most importantly, we are committed to creating a safe and supportive environment for them. Number six, stop being a people pleaser. When we say yes to everything, we are saying no to ourselves. Now, let's clarify and define what a people pleaser is. These are individuals who prioritize the needs and desires of others over their own. And this often comes at the expense of their own well-being. Now, people-pleasing may seem like a positive trait. However, it can significantly harm relationships. And this harm comes in a few different forms. Things like limiting authenticity, because this pleasing often suppresses our own feelings and opinions in order to avoid conflict or gain approval from others. And the byproduct of limiting our ability to express ourselves authentically in our relationship also harms our self-esteem because we base our self-worth on the approval of others. And this leads to a lack of self-esteem and confidence. And the impact to our relationship is that it creates an unbalanced dynamic, one where one partner is overly dependent on the other 
for validation. This behavior of people-pleasing also hinders our growth because it prevents us from setting and achieving our own goals. And this creates a stagnant dynamic in the relationship, one where one partner is not growing or evolving. Lastly, it creates a codependency dynamic. This is where one partner is overly dependent on the other for emotional support and validation. And this can ultimately harm the relationship by creating an unhealthy level of emotional attachment. So don't be afraid of disagreements, healthy arguments, and good communication. These are fundamental to the growth of us as individuals and our relationship. Number seven, show appreciation for small things. Showing appreciation for small things is about acknowledging and expressing gratitude for the little things that our partner does that may often go unnoticed. In philosophy, there is a concept known as the ethics of care. And this emphasizes the importance of showing care and concern for others in our relationships. And one way to demonstrate this care and concern is by showing appreciation for the small things that others do for us. Because when we take the time to appreciate the small things, we are communicating to the other person that we value their efforts and contributions. And this helps to build trust and strengthen our relationship over time. On top of this, by showing appreciation, we are also creating a positive emotional climate, one that fosters a sense of mutual support and goodwill. Lastly, it boosts self-esteem, specifically in both partners, because it creates a sense of pride and accomplishment and improves feelings of self-worth and confidence. When we regularly express appreciation for small things, it creates a culture of appreciation in our relationship, which can lead to more positive and supportive dynamic where both partners feel valued and respected. Instead of staying quiet, say what you appreciate about your partner. This will force you to think positively and look for good qualities in your partner. This week's shout out is by Derek, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I've been listening to your podcast for the past year. Every Monday, my walk starts with you motivating me in a new way. You have grown me and got me out of my head more. I've meditated every day for the past three years, but your content pushes me a bit more. Today's podcast, Unleashing Your Inner Leader, just hit me a bit more. Why? Because I was a chef in an all-women's treatment center in Northern California. Just hearing Sandy's story and seeing it in person is amazing. You have helped me out so much with these positive podcasts every week. She is making me want to write a book now on how I healed myself with Crohn's disease to help others heal with my mind and gut. Scott, keep doing you. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to enhance your relationship. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media or 
leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.